Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 183 of Getting It Out Podcast. The song you just heard was Holy Roller by Band of Bastards out of Austin, Texas. It's on their new record, Delete, Repeat, out now on Redacted Records. Uh, These guys are uh, current next members of And You Will Know Us by the Trail of Dead and Sparta, among others. Um, but they're playing hardcore punk. I don't know that any of those bands were hardcore punk, but they say they're lifers, so they must be. Uh, I'd actually like to have a conversation with these guys and figure out uh, how this band came about. Maybe we'll do that on a future episode. Maybe we won't. Um, anyway, this new record, Delete Repeat, is worth a listen. I burned through it pretty quickly. It's just about a half hour of uh, fast and mostly traditional hardcore punk rock. So check them out everywhere. Speaking of mostly traditional hardcore punk rock, on this week's episode of Getting It Out Podcast, I've got an interview with Josh Jerk from New Jersey hardcore band School Drugs. We're talking about their new 7-inch visitation and how it's part of an LP called Funeral Arrangements out now on Indecision Records. Well, half of that's out now. You'll figure it out when we go through it. But let's uh, play another fast New Jersey almost hardcore band, but probably thrashing crossover. Let's play some Hot Zone with the Getting It Out Podcast intro music and then get into the episode. Yeah, what's good, all you bitches and bitches? It's the illustrious hot dog back at it again with another podcast intro. He said, Oh, you want to do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? He said, Oh, shit, I got to write a rap first, don't I? He said, No, you don't got to write a rap first. It's a hardcore podcast. He said, All right, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Kick it. Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me All the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We be getting it in, where you getting it out I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out 
Okay, so here we are, another episode of the podcast. It's the end of July. That really upsets me. I think I mentioned on a previous episode that when, I, when we get in the middle of the summer, I start getting bummed that the summer is coming to an end. It makes me want to be outside more. I tried to. I tried to go outside uh, yesterday and run, and I did. I ran pretty far. I ran 10 miles, and uh, that's the farthest I've ran in quite a while, quite a few years. And it hurts a little bit today, but it's okay. That's the good pain, right? And I always went out and mowed the lawn. And that made that a little more difficult. But, you know, that's what I did this weekend. And so now you know. I also have been watching a bit of the Olympics. Do you watch the Olympics? I don't know why suddenly I'm watching swimming and volleyball. I'm, I'm watching swimming, and it, like, gives me anxiety when I see that Team USA is not winning these stupid little races. And they're not even final races. It's just like heats to build up to who gets to be into the last the last races. And uh, it's I don't I don't care, but suddenly I do apparently. Suddenly it bothers me that uh, America is not winning more stuff, and that's stupid. I, I don't, <laughs> it's not stupid. It's just fun. It's just competition, I guess, is what I'm getting at. I I like that type of sporty competition. Always have and uh, always will. There's no getting it out of me. I am a jock. So there you go. That does not go well with the rest of this episode. The rest of this episode, of course, is about school drugs, a hardcore punk band out of New Jersey, who you may have heard a couple of weeks ago when I closed out the show with their song Plastic Promise off of their Visitation 7-inch. If you missed that, you can hear it right now. I'm going to play Plastic Promise, and then I'm going to jump in to the interview with Josh. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you, where are you at right now? You're in New Jersey, right? I am in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, 
in my garage. Where is Bradley? What would Bradley Beach, New Jersey? Where, like, what? Where about in New Jersey is that? For so I'm in Pennsylvania, so I'm not that far off, right? So yeah, like, I mean, depending uh, where you are in Pennsylvania, if you're closer to Ohio, then you're very far off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm um, I'm Lancaster, so half about uh, I don't know about an hour and a half from Philly, it's like halfway. Yeah. Now, do you say Lancaster or do you say Lancaster? Lancaster. Oh, it's a little mix of both. <laughs> is it? Yeah, well, I think so. Are you originally from Lancaster? No, I'm originally from York, which is just right down the road, but 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 it's okay. pretty close. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. I am originally from Manchester, New Jersey. Its biggest claim of fame is that it's very close to Lakehurst, New Jersey, so much so that they they use the same like post office and uh, other you know uh, government yeah. facilities. Um, and and Lakehurst is most famous for being where the Hindenburg exploded. Oh, okay, I was, I was wondering why you're referencing that because I didn't know what Lakehurst, New Jersey was. But when you say that, then I I know the Hindenburg explosion. So yeah, oh, and it's it, so and nobody knows where Manchester is. So I either just say it's by Lakehurst, and people go, "Oh, Lakehurst, that's where the Hindenburg exploded." Because I have so <laughs> many friends that are privy to historical. Uh, aerospace disasters but it's <laughs> right, either right. that or i just say i'm from tom's river home of the 1997 world uh little league world champions it might have been 1998 i don't fucking know i haven't seen the giant sign that they hung to the entrance of tom's river in a very long time so it's it's one of those two well it's, i got i got two things i can relate to there being from york pennsylvania the only thing that you mm-hmm. can really say to get somebody uh to know where you're talking about is you just go it's like 45 minutes north of baltimore that's the easy one um and then the other, the other thing I wanted to say is that Little League World Series, like you mentioned, I went to college up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where they, where they, where the Little League World Series takes place, and people take that mm. very seriously. And I've always found it extremely sad that that Williamsport, Pennsylvania, hosts this event where people come, where little kids come from all over the world to the United States, and they go to the, and they go to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which, trust me, is a total shithole place. And and it's just a very funny, very funny thing. And it, but it, but it's it's funny that the like I don't know how you I don't know how you create a Little League World Series champion. But I don't know. I guess Tom's River did it. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, I'm like I'm like Little League. Like, why do you give that much of a fuck? Like, you they they like spit shine this fucking uh, sign like like every week. It's it's <laughs> immaculate. They fucking they make new versions of it every couple years to to make sure that it doesn't fade away because people that are, are visiting Tom's River for the first time really, really need to know <laughs> this is the home of the Tom's River Little League World Champions. And as far as I know, Little League is like somewhat of a big deal because I guess a lot of them like continue to play baseball throughout their lives. Like from what I, my very, very limited knowledge on the world of baseball, it's like, uh, I guess there are a, a few major league baseballers that <laughs> came up through winning like little league things i don't I'd, know i'd imagine i'd know. imagine there has to be i i'm i'm not a baseball person myself never have been um and I, but i feel like the people who are into baseball are really into baseball so it makes sense oh yeah 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 yeah, well, yeah it's i've never been a sports guy uh of any fashion um that wasn't the extreme variety right 
<laughs> well, I, and even then, it's like, are, are you watching the X Games in 2021? Uh, no. Do the X Games exist in 2021? I don't. I mean, that that kid just landed a fucking 1080. That, that was pretty cool. Did he? I didn't see that. That's that is very cool. In front of Tony Hawk. I mean. <laughs> Everybody's like touting it as like that's so cool. You landed like the 1080 in front of Tony Hawk, but like I watched the video and he looks a little like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck he's, he's got to be a little bitter. You know, like I'm sure he's stoked. I, I'm sure he's right. stoked. He you know gave the kid a hugger and like said like cool whatever. But like you know there's got to be a little fucking part of Tony Hawk that's like eat shit. Right. Go to hell. <laughs> you fucking little prick. For sure. Yeah, you think it's it's got to be eaten at him a little bit, but like, that's that's the bitch of getting getting old too. It's just not being able to do shit. I was I, I was laying on the ground today stretching because my hip hurts. My hips hurt for the last couple of days, and my daughter was just like she wasn't. I don't want to say she was making fun of me, but she was just like telling me that I was old. And you know, I'm, I'm 36, about to be 37 November. I'm not old, old, right? I am old, and her, you know, compared to an eight year old, but it's. But part of me just wants to argue with her, like. But she's also right. Like you probably woke up and and did something stupid that day. Like woke up and got out of bed. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so but, you know, it's really your fault. Yeah, I should have stayed. You in think bed all about day. it. You know, yeah. <laughs> living and existing just through everyday life. I've hung on too long. It's gonna make your hips hurt. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, hey, since since you did grow up in uh, where'd you say uh, not Lindhurst, not um, not the one place, but the other of Manchester, New Jersey, Tom Manchester. Brewer. Yeah, there you go, New Jersey. Um, and you didn't get into Little League, but you obviously did discover uh, punk rock and hardcore at some point. When did that happen for you? That happened probably two thousand three, two thousand four ish. I probably started listening to music that my parents were not privy to in like 2003 and then went to my first show ever in 2004 what was the show that show was kill your idols death cycle crime and stereo spark forward to death that's a very good lineup right there not in that order but no back then that was that was the show Damn, I, I I tell you I can tell you right now I have records from every single one of those bands probably right in front of me on this shelf and uh, that definitely sounds like that era. <laughs> so oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very, and it definitely sounds like uh, New Jersey. Um, even though I know some of those oh, bands yeah. are that some of the bands are Maryland or one of them is Maryland at least, um, and uh, two of them are New York. But that's uh, that's that's so, so. Was that the was that your initial introduction? to any kind of live music or were you going to other things before that uh, i mean like you know my, my parents dragged me to like a couple concerts here and there um like when i was i don't know maybe nine or ten i remember my dad was like uh i have tickets to see this band tonight and my friend can't make it uh you're coming with me and i was like uh like you know i want to i don't want to like i want to do this or that and he was like yeah you'll thank me for this when you're older and yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to go. And then years later, I realized that my dad dragged me to see The Who. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, I'm yeah. not the world's biggest Who fan or neither, anything. Neither but am like, I, but yeah, that's, that's pretty that's You pretty know, awesome. I was like, yeah, that's... Yeah, at least he didn't, you know, he didn't take me to see fucking Bob Seger. Right. <laughs> that might be all right, I too. Did, I don't know. I'm coming around on Bob, finally. Like Bob Seger's got some tracks. He's got yeah. some tracks. I'm not going to... I'm not going to front a Bob Seger. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. that's... That's that's very cool, and, and uh, it's both 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 of those shows first are, are cool. The Who and Kill Your Idols. Um, the Who, the, the Who. I feel like that's one of those bands that your dad is right. You're gonna you're gonna be glad you went to that. 
Um, there's a lot of bands like that from those eras that aren't around anymore that I wish I had gone to see when they were around and when I could. Uh, because now there's so many fucking bands I wish I had seen. I just passed up the opportunity because I didn't feel like it at the time. And now they're dead. And right. there's no chance. Um, but anyway, so so you, you, you first get into uh, your first real big exposure. It's Kill Your Idols, Crime and Stereo, Death Cycle, Forward to Death, The Spark. And I don't remember if you said anybody else. Um, and that's a, like I said, that's a very cool early 2000s show. And uh, there's a couple different sounds going on there. What part, which band did you latch on to most in that, in that show in particular? Which sound? Well, Mike, the reason that I went to that show was because my cousin uh, sang for Forward to Death. Okay, and, yeah. And, and like, like, as far as, like, for as long as I can remember, he had always been in, in bands. He was like, <laughs> if, I, if I really want to go there, the first show I went to was to see Three Against One in uh, 1998, the same year that the uh, <laughs> Tom's River Little League won the world championship you may you may remember yeah yeah um, yeah of course who doesn't know? or it might have been the year before who knows right anyway um you know like yeah like my mom and my dad and my aunt and everybody like we're gonna go see you know andy's band play and then you know they bring me to the skate park and i just wind up running around like a like a fucking you know nine year old or however old seven yeah <laughs> seven or eight year old whatever i'm just like running around on the fucking ramps and whatever like not knowing what's at like what's going on over here but then, like, growing up, it was always like, oh, my cousins are into, like, really cool music, and, and they, they, they look cool, and, like, you know, when I was younger, my cousin Brian always had, like, you know, spiked fucking hair and, like, bondage pants and, like, these, these cool shirts that I didn't know what the fuck they were. So, like, growing up, they were, like, less like cousins and more like older brothers to me, um, like Brian lived with us for a little while and, and whatever. And, and Andy had always been in bands. So I was always like, you know, like, take me to your show, take me to your show. And I think it wasn't until I was at an age that it was like, okay, like I'm going to take you to the show. Cause you can probably act like a normal human <laughs> here at this show and like stand over here and watch. And then, you know, whatever. Um, so he, you know, he, I like begged him at, you know, fucking Thanksgiving or whatever one year. And he took me to, that show specifically and and then after that it was like oh no no like now i'm actually like into this that's that's very cool and it's, it's really cool to have that connection too um i i remember seeing forward to death a couple times not many but a couple times i, I actually think i have a screen printed forward to death poster somewhere in my garage um but i really like that death therapy record um yeah they were they were cool band, oh, yeah. but that, there was a that was a time where there was a lot of stuff coming from New Jersey. Maybe it's just because I was in Pennsylvania that it seemed like that. But that, those uh, those yeah. mid two thousands years, that shorecore uh, thing combined with the, it was like shorecore and Wilkes Bear. It was like two scenes that were all over the place. Even though uh, it was probably just proximity, but I don't know. It just seemed like it was taking over at the time. Um, yeah, the uh, the shore style, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't. I got. I got to be honest. I was never super. Like I wanted to see those bands, right? I like. I remember one show was like Tear It Up, Little Rascals. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else. But Not So Fast probably came later. But um, but, I, but I remember Tear It Up and Little Rascals playing a show, and I love those bands. But what kind of? And this doesn't make sense now. But it kind of bummed me out how many people they brought with them, and they just kind of took over the show. Like not in a not in a mean way. It was just like they, <laughs> they were playing our scene, 
but it was like we were it was like we were at their show it was you know what i'm saying it was weird it was like intimidating yeah those, those crowds usually rolled pretty deep yeah they traveled well yeah so that was um, so that's, that was that's your like local kind of show i'm sorry so that was basically the scene that you were coming up in oh yeah like yeah. you you were you, you were like little rascals and i was like yup you were like <laughs> not so fast and i was like oh yup <laughs> definitely like i i remember buying the not so fast seven inch at the record release show yeah I, i'm trying and to like now. all yeah. like that was yeah that was those were all like the first shows that i i ever went to um you know like the rascals thing was cool because it was like those kids were maybe like a couple years older than i was by the time they had like put out a seven inch and were like you know playing a lot so like a lot of their their friends that were going to the shows were also you know the same age and maybe they were like freshmen in high school and i was in like eighth grade and so i had somebody around my age to hang out with i didn't have to like keep fucking bothering like all of my cousin's friends and like, you know, like basically like pulling on their fucking pant leg, like, like I'm here. Hi, like, look at me. So I had someone to like run around with and, you know, hang out and talk to. Yeah. How, how long did it take until you started playing in band? I found out that that's the like best part of being into uh, punk and hardcore is you just, you just do it. You just go. It, like as soon as you've, you've heard it, you just go and start that band like instantly so so really i went to my first show and then three months later decided to start a band what was the band called the band was called the jerks hence why my name is josh jerk gotcha so you stuck with which brings me which brings me to what's up so you stuck with you're sticking with it there's a little history in the name i like that here's the here's the thing here's the thing you got to be careful what your first band is because if your first band is the asshats you're always going to be anthony asshat right that's true it's whatever your first band is like you, you got to be careful because that's it's it's going to stick with you it doesn't it doesn't matter because even if you you wind up being in another band that is more widely known than your first band there's still somebody somebody somewhere that remembers your first band and still knows you as anthony asshat <laughs> You're absolutely right. If your right. first band was the Dickheads, you're going to be Dan Dickhead forever, dude. That's your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> That's what, you know. You, it's it's a good point, and uh, thankfully, I never fell victim to anything like that. Yeah, I mean, so like Josh Jerk is not the worst name in the world. Um, I have on occasion referred to myself as Josh Dress because it turned out that J U R K Jerk was, uh, I think, Dutch for dress. <laughs> I thought that was clever. That's nice. That's a good. That's a good way to spin it. So, so when did um, <clears throat> when did School Drugs become a band? Technically, I guess like 2014, and we were a band for maybe like six months, a year at, at most. And it, it was in hindsight, it's very evident that like the thing couldn't continue with the people that that we were doing the band with. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't going to go anywhere. It wasn't going to like do anything meaning we weren't we weren't going to ever put anything out we weren't going to record it was not it was just fucking dead end so like our our guitarist at the at the time kind of like lost his shit and moved to alaska to become a fisherman because that sounds like a easy thing to do (laughs) and um yeah there's there's what anyway uh i'm like having like flashbacks of like dealing with the that entire situation and i'm just like (laughs) 
were just mad all over again. Like, why the fuck are you going to move to Alaska? Be a fisherman? Hey, deadliest like, the deadliest catch was a uh, was basically a recruiting tool. So that's what I think. It yeah, comes like down to. like with what fucking worth work ethic do you do you think you're going to make it being a, a fucking Alaskan fisherman? <laughs> it does anyway. So like that didn't really fucking pan out. It didn't really work, and uh, we just kind of stopped and we kind of called it quits. And then like a uh, couple years later in 2016, um, Edgar, who plays bass in School Drugs, and also played based in that iteration of school drugs hit me up one day and was like, yo, do you want to like do a band again sometime? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And we were going to do something that was like weird and maybe kind of like butthole surfersy. Um, and then when we like got together to try to write shit and play shit, we were like, let's just fucking call it school drugs again. Let's just do that. But with, you know, not Alaskan fishermen. <laughs> well, where, where's the name school drugs come from? What's what, what is that? We had a song that was just called school drugs. And the, and the song was about Adderall, Ritalin, Vyvanse, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And Edgar suggested it. We were doing this, the thing that everybody does. Fucking 12,000 names. Not a single one is good. So off the cuff, he was just kind of like, what about school drugs? The song's called School Drugs. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. You know, you, you get to that point where you're like, you're like, I'll pick three letters we'll figure out what it stands for later right no well it, it ended up good i think it's a, i think it's a cool name i think it catches uh, catches the eyes it makes people wonder what the fuck you're talking about the way you just described it uh it's a perfect explanation because i know what you mean by those type of school drugs um so so from the beginning it sounds like well listening to your to your past records it sounds like you you kind of had a a direction that you wanted to take this band do you what was the intention you started this did you was there something you sat down and said here's what i want it to sound like or was this just what it sounds like when you guys got together mostly the latter mostly it's just kind of what's happened what's come out from the stuff that we're all collectively into you know i'm i'm pretty heavily influenced um it may come as a shock uh to the, the listeners at home that I'm a, a big fan of the uh, 80s hardcore. <laughs> um, specifically from the California location. Which I don't, which is, I don't want to say that's rare at all, because of course it's not. But for a New Jersey band, but that's not true. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off track. Because basically, that's, that's the direction that you're, Influ- or the music that you're influenced by is kind of something that seems to correlate with New Jersey hardcore in a way. New Jersey hardcore has like six different sounds, right? Or all right, let's just boil oh, it down. Sure, let's sure. boil it down to let's let's narrow it down to like two. There's like beatdown New Jersey hardcore, and then there's like shore style New Jersey hardcore, which which is more reminiscent, like you mentioned, of like California West Coast hardcore early, you know, '80s. Um, what draws you to that side? Because we because there's a, I mean, you and I both know there's a big difference between like '80s New York hardcore and '80s uh, California hardcore. Why do you think you prefer uh, the West Coast style? Um, hmm. I mean, I know what I want to say, but I just don't want to. I don't want to sound like a fucking dick for saying it. It's like it's more musical. I, you know, like it, and and I guess in in it's more musical. I kind of mean like there's more there's more melody there. There's a lot more like sure, yeah. I think there's a lot more uh, musical diversity. Uh, I almost said sonic diversity, and then I heard it in my head, and I went, God <laughs> damn, that sounds fucking stupid. And then I said it out loud, and here we are all experiencing the same thing now. But 
there, there was, there's just like Black Flag sounds to, to me. Black Flag sounds different from Dead Kennedys. Sounds different from TSOL. Sounds different from Circle Jerks. Sounds different from fucking just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, like all the way down. And then you like you go years later, and you go. Well, aside from Gorilla Biscuits, Nerve Agents are the best fucking band on Revelation Records. And you can all fight me at the next show about that. That's I'm totally up for any kind of fist fight you want to get into over that. Uh, I'll, I'll die on that hill. Um, Nerve Agents are very, very good. Um, but I, I have to say I'm more partial to Redemption 87. But that's we don't need to fight about it. It's fine. There's, uh, people have existed for a millennia being wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, like, and that's that, that's not at all to say that like there's there's no fucking melodies in New York hardcore. Like, of course, of course there is. There's there's plenty of bands where that is the case. Like, there's plenty of of New York hardcore bands that that had choruses. There's plenty of New Jersey bands that had choruses and um, parts that were somewhat sung. I mean, New Jersey, go look, go listen to Lifetime. The fuck is more is more chorus and melodic than that. Maybe not so much on the chorus end, but like it doesn't get much more fucking melodic than that. Right, right. Well, that's that's another thing that I've always found interesting is New Jersey has always had these um, poppier side. I don't want to say pop. You know what I mean? But like Lifetime, the Ergs. Um, I don't know who else is in that category for yeah, New the, Jersey. The best band from New Jersey. Who's that? The Ergs. The Ergs. You know, I, there's one Erg song. That I love so much, and it's, it's probably it's probably the most popular. I don't know though, because I don't I don't know what people like about the Ergs. Um, what was it? Is it Pray for Rain? I don't probably, know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah but that's that, that's I, that's that's one song from the Ergs that I love, uh, even though it's all good. Anyway, but but like so, I guess what I'm trying to do is is say there's so many different sounds that somehow come out of New Jersey, which I don't feel like. You have that in the surrounding states, including my own, Pennsylvania. I feel like you you kind of know what you're going to get from Pennsylvania. You kind of know what you're going to get from uh, Boston, likewise. And, uh, and But New Jersey kind of mixes it up. It goes heavy, it goes melodic, and it goes kind of traditional when you guys fall in more so in that range. Um, but you've put out a couple records now, and the latest one you put out or are putting out is with a West Coast record label, right? Indecision Records. How did they, that did come the, about? they did the Modern Medicine LP, too. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with them? Uh, sent an email. Nice. That's... Sent a fucking <laughs> blind fucking email, you know, like shot my shot. And it was like, hi, we are banned from state looking to put out a record, hopefully with your label. Yeah. And and they were into what I'd sent them, you know, um, sent it out to to plenty of fucking places and either got you know a no or you know what's even worse than a no i got no response but right. um of the ones that that did respond in decision was was pretty stoked on it and so we were like cool let's do it you know i i was privy to indecision from uh like the first time i heard anything from indecision was the over my dead body seven inch okay which I was super, super fucking into because at the time I was straight edge and I was like, yes, I will never give up. I'm straight edge. Yes. And then they fucking had the other record with the, the cover of God Save the Queen. And I was like, this is fantastic. Yes, I'm, I'm here for all of it. And I think they're now reissuing same seven inch. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, like when I first heard it, I, I was never I wasn't in anything that I'd be like looking for a label. But 
years later realizing like, oh shit, that's indecision. And like they did the suicide file stuff and they did, um, the fucking, uh, death by stereo stuff and, uh, whatever else that I am blanking on because I'm trying to think of things that they've put out. <laughs> and then, and then more recently it was like, you know, checking them out and was like, yo, skull crack fucking rips, like soul side fucking rips. Like they're putting out cool stuff now. Um, yeah. And yeah, just fucking send them a fucking email, man. That's very cool. Cause I, they're, they're a record label that I've always liked. Um, because they've yeah. had a lot, they've had a lot of diversity really too. Um, there's, it's, it's a very, they're very like New Jersey and that they kind of have every different style of hardcore and that's the way I like it. Right. I like things heavy. I yeah. like things melodic. I like things, uh, traditional, whatever. And, uh, indecision's always, always done that pretty well. I didn't even know that they were still, uh, in the game until recently, but, uh, and I was surprised to see that you guys have, have a couple records out with them now and you're doing this whole thing, but you did that last record. Uh, was it modern medicine? Is that what you said? How that that was how long ago? That was 2019. I think September of 2019. Okay, so not too long ago. So you were able to were you able to get out on the road, support that, do whatever? What like what do you what do you? How does School Drugs operate as a band? Are you guys um, doing tours? Are you just doing shows? What's your? I mean, the old classic: we will play, you know, which is true. We'll we'll play fucking anywhere. There's. I've said it before. There's there's a few things cooler than like some random person from some random state, some random town, being like, "Hey, do you want to come play here?" And you're like, "Yes, we would like to come play." Random state, random town. Um, but unf- I mean, unfortunately, like by by the time the record was out and we like had planned to do the sort of tour for the record, this crazy fucking thing happened. This like totally like hasn't happened in a hundred years absolutely fucking ape shit like disease just started going around and, right. and everything had to close like i i don't know if you were if you were around for it or not but like it was fucking wild um, what, what? they they it's it's still here apparently too it's like it's still happening <laughs> um but no for i mean for real we we were like that march we were supposed to go do you know a string of days out to like indiana and detroit and then like down south and like back up again and, uh, you know, of, of course that couldn't happen. And it was like fucking literally like three days, three days before we were going to leave to go do it. We were still like, uh, like maybe we, maybe we can still do it. And like hearing myself say that right now is like, you fucking idiot. Of course you couldn't do it. Why would you think that you could go do it? It's a fucking pandemic. And it's like, dude, if you remember when shit started, it was like, yeah, we'll be like locked down for a week maybe two and everything is going to be fine. Like yeah. nobody, no one had any fucking idea whatsoever. And, if, and if, if anybody wants to act like they knew all along, it was going to be like this. You didn't because right. nobody fucking, <laughs> you, you, you don't know anyone alive. That's fucking seen some shit like this. So yeah, like two to three days beforehand, we were like, maybe we can just do like, you know, the closer dates and whatever. And then the next day we were like, we can't fucking, we can't do this. Like we got to pull the whole thing. We can't do any of them. So how do you feel like um, you were able to get that album out without being able to play shows on it? Like, do you feel like you were able to reach people still, or did that fuck it all up for you? Uh, no, I mean, those were just a few, like, days that we were going to go out to, you know, hopefully, you know, places that we haven't been before. But right. we had we had already played New York and, and Philly, and we'd, we'd gone down to Virginia a couple times. We'd gone up to 
like Boston and Connecticut and stuff. So we'd done, we'd done, we had done, we did, we did, we fucking, we, we done did. We done, we done gone and did uh, yeah. the sort of northeast area and played a, a, a few things uh, that weren't in our home state. And this was just sort of our first venture out further. Right. right. And, uh, you know, we, I, I, I wish we had been able to do it because that would mean that this had not all happened. But, um, you know, I wanted to do it just because, like, it, it's cool to play to people you've never fucking seen before that's fun it's <laughs> fun course. to meet new people and check out new places and fucking play with bands that you never would have heard before well did did, did the pandemic and uh, this last year and a half speed up this new material is that why this is coming now or was this our where do you think you would already be on this track if it for that it gave me a lot of time to sit in this very same garage and fuck with a bunch of stuff and then like kick it back and forth over, you know, group chat to like everybody. Um, here's, here's the things, here's the song, blah, blah, blah. Here's this part. Here's this part. Uh, and then eventually like once everybody was vaccinated or, or we could figure out a safe way to do it, get together and start working on, on this material together. But it gave me the time to kind of think about everything more to, to plan everything out. Cause I wasn't doing fucking anything else. Right. How much, how much of the, how much of the writing for the band do you, an amount of it. Uh, is that like, are you talking like you're writing riffs you, or you're writing lyrics? Like what do you, that's what I mean. Like what, what part of the writing you doing drums? Or I, do you, are you like the whole, are you the whole damn band? I do an amount of it. All right. <laughs> All right. That's fair enough. It's like, you know, every, everybody adds what they add and I do an amount of it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I'll accept. I'll accept that answer. But so what you what you got coming out? I guess this Friday is the official release date, right? For Visitation, the seven inch. It is. I mean, depending what your schedule is. <laughs> well, I know that. I know that. Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. This Friday, as in when we're talking, two, two days from now, July 23rd. Ah. See, these right. things are fun because I get to talk. I get to talk in the future tense of, of things sometimes. <laughs> no, this this and will, like, this will come out. out it's on, out. It's been out. Yeah, this will this. So, but when this comes out, when this conversation comes out, it will be it'll be Monday. So it'll only be a couple days off. So, so the record is so this past Friday. Not. Yeah, right, right. This past Friday is coming out. It, it came out, um, and it's. I, I was a little surprised because at first I thought it was just a seven inch, but it's kind of way more than just a seven inch. It's called Visitation, but it's part of. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but it's part of an LP called Funeral Arrangement. It's three songs. Correct. It's the first of four installments. Um, it comes with a customized 45 adapter. It's it's just there's a, it's way like I said it's way more than just a seven inch. So explain to me this whole. This whole concept, this whole four EPs to make an album, what's happening? So for anybody that's ever seen, have you ever seen the movie American Movie? I don't think so. Okay. For anyone that has seen American Movie, there is a, a part where Mark Borchardt is explaining what Coven is. And, and whenever I think about what funeral arrangements is, I, I hope that I sound like Mark Borchardt explaining what coven is in american movie there's like four fucking people that are gonna get this reference that have seen that fucking movie right but they're gonna appreciate it they'll, they'll appreciate it and uh 
I'll, I'll find a, a torrent or something and, and send it to you. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's one of the best films that's that's ever been created. The best documentary of all time. I'm unfamiliar. But anyway, but go on. Yes. But anyway, uh, Funeral Arrangements is an LP in four parts. The first part is called Visitation. The second part is called To Be Announced at a Later Date. The third part is called To Be Announced at a Date Later Than the Second One Is Announced. And you can extrapolate what the fourth one is called. Um, but my idea, the idea behind it was to break the LP up into smaller pieces that were sort of more manageable for us to deal with, that were easier for us to like be able to spend time on and, and write and fucking rewrite and not have to worry about getting through 10 songs as quickly as we possibly fucking can. It's like, we only got to do three songs right now. We can take all the fucking time in the world that we want to produce these things like we can take all the fucking time that we want to like get everything exactly how we want it and that was majority of the reason for why we're we're breaking it all up okay so are all these songs are they uh recorded at different times or are they yet to be recorded or you know so like so do you like you just have these three and then you're gonna go and do the other three and like is this all separate separate occurrences yeah more more or less yeah Interesting. So then why is it why is it an LP? Why not just have because four thing, different EPs? Because the the whole thing is is like if if I gave you four quarters, yeah. How much how much money do you have? Well, that's one dollar if I'm doing my math right. That's kind of the idea. Is it's like <laughs> it's not four separate things, it's one whole thing. It's just like it it's it's all of the same idea, it's all of the same theme. It's it's all written, I guess for lack of a better term, like in the same style. Right. So okay. yeah. it, it all, it all belongs together. It's not, it's not meant to be like, everything is, is written. It's just, it's not necessarily recorded yet, but it's, it's all written and was written in the same mindset. I got you. Okay. So, so this, this one, well, hold, before we get into just this one, I have a couple more questions about the whole thing as a whole, just, out, just for my curiosity. So is this all going yeah. to be brought to us by Indecision Records? Are they signed on for all four EPs, or are you going different labels? Yeah, for, for some unknown fucking reason, yes. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> for, some, for some crazy fucking reason, um, Indecision has agreed to indulge us in this absolutely ludicrous fucking idea well they seem like the most agreeable record label i ever heard of so good for you for unbelievably so (laughs) okay Uh, indecisive they are not right so so at the end of this is there plans to make it an actual lp or is this always going to remain four separate eps that make up an lp no at the end it's yeah at the end it's all going to be collected as an lp so it's like the seven inches that we're putting out it's limited there's only you know however many that we're pressing of each one. Yeah. I just, I can't remember how many they are off the, off the top of my head, but however many seven inches there are, like we're never pressing them separately again. So like once the whole thing is done, we're only going to ever put out the LP version of it. Right. Okay. I got you. And, and I noticed that this one, like I said earlier, it comes with the, uh, the, the customized 45 adapter. Is that kind of yep. a, just like a bonus? Here's a, here's like an incentive to, to buy this record and do you plan to do something like that for subsequent the subsequent uh releases the idea was like i wanted to come up with shit that i that i'd never seen before and as a record collector i wanted to come up with shit that i thought would be fucking cool to receive from 
you know, a band, like yeah. something, something that when you open up the box and you find it inside, you're like, Oh shit. Like this is fuck. This is in here too. Like awesome. Like I've, I've said before that the, one of the best parts of ordering a record is not just having the record. It's when a label throws you an extra seven inch or, you know, they, they give you a bunch of fucking posters or they, they give you some fucking pins, like the extra shit that winds up coming in the, in the package is like what really makes it like that, that kind of surprise of like, Oh shit, this, this thing too. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's going to be something for all of them. Nice. Very cool. I, 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 I agree with you on a lot of those things and it's, it's the, the extras are a lot of fun. Um, and, and the, and the things that you don't agree with me, you can go fuck yourself. No, um, <laughs> no, I like that too. You, I like, I like your stance on, on just that part. Um, so, so with this with visitation, this is like I said, three songs. Um, the I don't have the track list in front of me, but I know it's I know it's can't slow down is like the second track, right? Um, yep. And what's I gonna say about that one? Oh, that's the one with the with guest vocals from Lifetime's Ari Katz. That's got to be a big deal for for you guys. How 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 did that one come about? We played with Lifetime like 2019, I think, maybe 2018. And Ari lives fairly close to me. So like, you know, I just, I just see him kind of around at the coffee shop, at the record store, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, being a lifetime fan, I'm like the, the, before knowing the guy, I'm like, holy shit, it's, it's Ari from lifetime over there. Like right. looking through the R and B section, like, Oh fuck. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go say hi. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, can't do it. I can't do it. You know? And, but then it's like, I'm friends with people who are friends with him. So I'm like, yo, Introduce me to Ari. And it's like, Ari, this is Josh. Josh, this is Ari. Hey, man, how's it going? Really cool to meet you. You, you know, like, I, I'll be like, yes, that fanboy thing was, was always fucking there. And then very cool, he wound up actually liking my band and, uh, you know, stuck us on, on a show. And when I wrote Can't Slow Down, I had his vocals in mind for that part. Yeah. So... All right, so like I'll, I will give you this story. Um, so I, I demoed the song in my garage, and I was like, fuck. Like, I, I can't think of anyone else doing this fucking part but Ari. Like, I, I, I need that exact fucking sound. So while demoing it to send to everybody else in the, in the group chat, I did, like, my best Ari impression. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> And I was like, I can't just, I can't do that. Like, I, I can't do my impression of him to actual fucking record. Like, I, I can't do that. So I was like, okay, maybe we can get someone else to do something. And, and just always came back to like, no, like, that's how the fucking song is supposed to sound. It, it's got to be that. But I was also like, am I going to ask him to fucking do this thing? Like, I, I don't, I don't know if he would, like, if he would want to. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, so I was just like, fuck it, fuck it. Just send him the fucking email. Just send him just or fucking text or whatever the fuck it was. Like, just ask him so i asked him and, and he was like yeah sure <laughs> and i was like you got a good track record with that stuff well that's that's ignoring the like forty thousand other things that i've had you know gotten nose to you know <laughs> history history is written by the victors my friend that's right but it never hurts to ask listen the the, the list of people that i have asked to do things is whew, whew. <laughs> but uh the, the so the real the real good part about this is like he needs to hear the song so I have to send him the song. So I'm like, do I send him this demo that I have of me doing an impression of him? 
I, like, so. I don't have any other version, so okay. So I, I sent it over to him, and then he's like, cool. Like, yeah, I like it. Like, definitely, definitely down to do it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. So I, like, go over there. I, you know, the day that we, like, decide to record this thing, and I and I pick him up, and we're, we're driving up to New Brunswick, and uh, he's like, hey, can you can you play the song just so I, I know what's, you know, what I'm supposed to do? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And I'm, like, going to play it on my phone, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I'm now I'm going to sit with him while he listens to me do an impression of him. Like this is this is like beyond meta at this point. Yeah. Did it come up? And I like I I brought it up because of the, you know, neurotic tendencies. Yeah. And uh and I was just like, yeah, so uh that, that's me just like, you know, doing uh my best you. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's like, okay. You know, it's it's that thing where it's like you're the one that thinks it's weird. You're the one making it weird. Not he. He doesn't give a shit. You're the one that's making it weird, Josh. Stop. And I realized, like, okay, he doesn't. He doesn't actually like. He's not. He doesn't think it's weird. Right. Well, it does. In it, thinking about it, I think it's weird. It makes sense, though. When you just when you just gloss over it, it makes sense to do it that way. And uh, <laughs> and you know what? He still agreed to do it, so it couldn't have been that weird. No, it was it was awesome. It was, you know, that's like the, that's the second take that we fucking did, and it was like done, good. Right. Let's well, let's go. The whole process took fifteen minutes. That's awesome, and and, and it's a good feather in a cap for a New Jersey band, I'd imagine, uh, or any band really. Lifetime is weird by a lot of people, but I know specifically in this area. Um, do, how do you feel like, or maybe maybe you don't, but I think you will. How do you feel like school drugs is different on visitation? Oh, I think it's darker for yeah. for sure. Like I think. I think the whole thing is going to be darker than anything that we've done so far. Well, is that the, is that the kind of intention with uh, the obvious artwork and the title funeral arrangements? I mean, visitation, it seems like it's meant to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's it. I feel like, you know, everything has gotten darker as we've gone on. So then, so, so maybe we, maybe after these four, we fucking break and, and then the next record sounds like fucking, you know, steal my sunshine. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Out of nowhere, we put out a record that sounds like fucking Ace of Base. (laughs) Little little new radicals, Len. Yeah, I like it. Go go that direction. We need that's coming around again, right? Yeah, Corny Love and Marilyn Manson. (laughs) They're all fakes. We'll kick their asses. (laughs) What is that from? Is that uh, was that like that's that's new radicals? The new radicals song. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. They're all fakes. We'll kick their asses. Like. It's a good okay. call out. Yeah, who's going to argue with? It? All right. <laughs> the new, new bold, radicals were real. Time, that was a bold fucking move. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't work out for them in the long run. Um, I, oh, don't know, God. I don't know how it worked out for Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson either, but they're in their issues. Fair. All right, so so this record officially out two days from now and also three days in the past on July 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on Indecision Records. Yeah. What is the timeline? Well, t- t- actually, tell me, did you release Pla- Plastic Promises? Is that the song? Is that the one that has been out there for people to hear? Yeah. How's that going over? How do you feel like the reaction? Good. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I've yet to get any death left over it or anything. Wouldn't that be more fun, though? Uh, at least one? Well, I mean, maybe at least one. I mean, the, the fucking reasoning for why somebody would be that upset about that song or really any fucking song is like, I mean that, yes, that would be, that would definitely be interesting. That'd be exciting. Uh, Yeah. I, I I haven't had anyone tell me that they, they fucking hate it. Uh, I wish they would. I mean, if, Hey, if you hate it, let me know. No, I don't think you're going to get that. 
<laughs> I don't think you're going to get that. I think, especially, I think, you know, people who are clicking on a school drugs track probably know what they're getting or at least have an idea. Um, and I think that, I, I, well, I, I think what you guys are doing with these you know, four EPs to make an LP is really cool. And it, I don't know, it makes, it makes me so super interested in it, right? Uh, I've seen other bands do similar things before, but this is the first version I've seen like this. And uh, I think it's a good idea. I think it's very cool. Um, is... Thank you. I, I mean, I've, 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 I've similarly, like, I've seen other bands do it, and it's like, it's a singles collection, or it's, uh, you know, a compilation of, like, this record, this record, this record, and this record. But it's like, every once in a while, somebody is like, it's an EP. And I'm like, no, no, it's not an EP. <laughs> if that's what you need to call it, go ahead and call it a fucking EP. It is not an EP. It is one part of an entire thing. Hey, it's it fine. Is... Like I said, it's it's way easier to I guess kind of understand, but like there's also not really much to understand. Um, but yeah, I I just I would say that I've never seen anyone do this before, but it's actually such an old concept that nobody remembers. Well, there you go. That's 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 good enough, right? That's basically the same thing then. Everything old is new. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what what kind of plans do you guys have? Um... Or do you have any? Is like, are you guys comfortable going out there playing shows all over yet? Uh, when this comes out two days from now, three days in the past, are there? Is there record release shows? Is there tours lined up? What's like? What's the itinerary for schools going? And and to throw on top of that, when do you anticipate the additional parts of this LP? In the future, right? <laughs> Definitely going to come out in the future. There you go. So Can't... when it's out, it'll be the future. It will be. It has to be. And if you're listening to this. Now, you missed the record release show, which would okay. have been if you're if you're up to date with your uh, with your podcast listening. You it was yesterday. Ooh, very nice. Was it good? So, uh, yeah, it was. It was. You know, I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, we would, you know, right. um, So that's the first one that you can use uh, if the show was like so so. And then he, here's the second one. Um, if the show was really good, dude, it was fucking awesome. Best show we've ever played. Couldn't fucking believe it. So many fucking people. Uh, like four people got got spin kicked directly in the face. Uh, there 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 were there were stage dives every three seconds. Uh, you know, at least four hot carls. Um, and then if the show was bad, uh, feel free to use this take, dude. Um, you know, you do what you can. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes you just get out there and uh, you know, you do your thing. And hey, if they're there, they're there. Yeah. You, so you feel know free what? to take any you... any of those three takes. I'll let you know um, <laughs> Sunday if uh, the show was good or not. Just pick the one that you want uh, based on how good it was. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I want I want to throw one out there that you you might have forgot or maybe it was intentional. But you could always blame the uh, the night of the week. Like, you know, it was a, you know, it was, it was a, Tuesday. a Saturday and yeah. typically <laughs> a lot of things going Saturday on Saturday, just, you know, lots of options on Saturday. You know, people, there's they, a lot of things people are doing, you know, they want to get out, they want to have dinner. You it's know. summer, you know, people want to be outside. It's summer, they want to go to the beach, yeah. they want to go to the movies, you know, I get it, I get it, I get it, I want to go to the movies too, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't seen Cruella yet and it's still in, it's still in theaters, I got to check that out. You can watch um, that at home. Yeah, but it's like thirty fucking dollars. Yeah, that's cheaper than going to the movies. Thirty dollars to, to watch the fucking thing. I can, I can go to the movies and a watch it cheaper, and, and b that's like the only fucking thing I do to go out. <laughs> no, but we like so. If you have a family, then you just buy it for thirty dollars because that's definitely cheaper than the movies. It, it works out for I, some of us. Yeah, 
I'm only thinking about myself. In right. I'm not thinking about like how well, much it's going to cost for me and my girlfriend. When we to, talk, uh, when we talk about like yeah. buying those movies, we're like, holy shit, that's expensive. And like, hold on a second. There's four of us. That would be like twice yeah. the amount to go to the movie theater. That's right down the street. We can just sit here and do oh, 100%. it. Oh, hundred percent. And then yeah. you're, you're buying fucking popcorn and you're yeah. buying fucking yeah. soda and like every fucking, everybody's got to have their own because this one doesn't like orange soda and this one doesn't like Dr. Pepper. And, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so so, and, so it works out. And it's not because I have kids. It's just that, you know, I don't like orange soda and uh, my girlfriend doesn't like Dr. Pepper. That's not true. She likes Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Who doesn't like Dr. Pepper? That's that's ridiculous. Uh, I fear it's the doctor's favorite. What if Dr. Pepper doesn't like Dr. Pepper and this is, you know, that's why they named it that, to get Yo, back at him. How do you how do you think Mr. Pibb feels about Dr. Pepper, though? Um, I, I'd i imagine he likes him uh, because... Does he? Well, they're like the same Dr. person. Dr. Pepper kind of seems like a pretentious piece of shit if, like, if you're if you're just you know work the working man of, of Mr. Pibb, you've heard it here first. Mr. Pibb is the working man of soda. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree there, but I think he would have more animosity diet and, and why? Him, yeah, you know, walking around wearing white and just after Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's where I was going. <laughs> Every diet... day is after. Labor Day. Yeah, it is until except for Labor Day. Except for Labor Day, it's the only day that's not after Labor Day. Yeah. It, if you know. Time kind of kind of goes like that. Every day is after fucking Labor Day. That's true. Nobody can argue that. All right. <laughs> hey, Josh. I don't know that okay, we I'm just have... getting it out. Yeah. No, that's the way to do it. You nailed it. That's exactly what we tried to do here. <laughs> so, all right. So this record's out. I don't like. I said, is there is there any touring plans in the near future? Drugs. Yeah, we're gonna uh, go down to Seth in Gainesville. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so... we're playing Muddy Roots Festival in Cookville, Tennessee. Uh, and it's, and then like going out to Tennessee, we're going to do a few different places cause it's not close. We might come out to your area. Actually, we might come out to like the York Lancaster area either I before. I think or after. I saw you might be in Skid Garage. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if you are or not. I don't know if I saw that correctly, but I think I'm heading that way eventually. Um, which is very cool. That's an awesome spot. It's to- totally DIY, uh, hardcore punk stuff. Ran by an awesome guy, MC. It was a great band, Old Tigers. I've had him on a few yeah. times talking about that stuff. But all right. So, um, but I appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation. Um, and, and I appreciate you reaching out initially uh, and sending the track over. Um, and when I saw your email yeah. pop up, I, I knew who you guys were. And that's why I was so adamant about, hey, let's just do a whole episode. Because I was already aware of the band. And I already liked it, so um, glad to glad to hear this new record. Glad to hear, like I said again, the whole concept is awesome, um, and glad you guys are doing this. Glad to take the time. I'm glad. I'm glad for so many things, Josh. If you can't hear, <laughs> but yeah, mostly, thank you, thank you for agreeing to uh, talk to me. Yeah, because you could have chosen not to. Many people do. You you may be shocked to find <laughs> many people choose to not talk to me every day of my life. Hey, I. People I've known for years. Like, fuck that guy. I can talk to him today. I'm kind of jealous of that. So some people might like that. But, but, <laughs> all right. Hey, man. Thank you for doing this again. Yeah, thank you. I uh, appreciate you having me on.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Josh Jerk of School Drugs. The song you just heard was Can't Slow Down off of the Visitation 7-inch, which is part of the Funeral Arrangements LP on Indecision Records. That song features Ari Katz from Lifetime. You can get that now wherever you get your music. I myself just ordered that 7-inch off of Bandcamp, and uh, you should do the same. Support the artists that you enjoy. That's important. If you want to support the podcast you enjoy, you can go to patreon.com slash gettingitoutpodcast and sign up for one of the tiers and support this show. Uh, It doesn't require a lot, but it is greatly appreciated. I'd like to thank Josh again for sending in that initial email with the song Plastic Promise that we played a couple weeks ago, which led into an entire episode based on the band and their records. Uh, That is one of the ways that you can find yourself on Getting It Out Podcast. I get it. I get a decent amount of submissions through email, and uh, there's certain ones that, you know, it's a little odd for, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys this thing, just right up front, it's a little odd when you ask for an interview, but uh, it's but it's okay too, like I also appreciate that, that's how I've done quite a few of them, um, but it's but it's cool when it builds organically and someone sends sends in a song and it just becomes this, this dialogue building thing and it's something I hear that I like and eventually we just say, fuck it, let's do a whole thing. I don't care if you're well known or not. That's usually not not one of the criteria for having a whole episode dedicated to you and your band, um, but but I but I do want to continue to encourage people to send in their music so I can play on the podcast. Uh, that's what I'm going to do here to end this one. I'll get to that in a little bit, but first I want to remind you to go follow at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram and the Facebook page facebook.com slash getting it out podcast getting it out.net exists right now as it has for the last two years but it's just a page that says it's coming soon Um, I say this every single week but it is coming soon so I guess it depends when you listen to it if you listen to this two years ago uh, it's still soon it's within years you know it depends how you judge time all right so, like I said, I'm going to end this with a song from a, from a listener submission. And this one is from Chumps, who are based out of Westminster, Maryland, and Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. They play pop punk. Uh, sometimes they call it ska, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. I enjoy it. This song is called Wall Mouse. It's off their EP, Wall Mouse. And you can find it at chumpsmd.com and wherever else you listen to music. Check it out. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.